The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. We've got your Friday, June 8th edition on tap. Unloaded 14-game slate to get you into the weekend. Hope everybody's got some fun coming up or something. I don't know. Hopefully it's not a tough one ahead of you. But uh, fun, fun slate on tap tonight. Lots of really good high-end pitching. We have uh, the bottom-end pitching. Not good. So we've got bats for days. We've got Coors Field in play. So many ways to go like on a 14-game slate, as always. So here we are to hopefully set you up in the right direction, get your lineup started. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick or ask for an invite. Join the Slack chat. Always information getting passed around in there, especially getting closer to lock, answering those this guy or this guy type questions. Lots of help there, and I'm always available as I can. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. It's for the wife, so she's driving. I'm enjoying. I'll be around. My phone with will be available if you need me. So let me know. We'll make it happen. But let's get this 14-game slate on tap. We'll talk about your totals. we got the Brew Crew at the Phillies. Total of 8. Giants Nationals, 7.5. Orioles Blue Jays, 9. White Sox Red Sox, 8. Indians Tigers, 8.5. Yankees Mets, 7. Tanaka DeGrom. That's a good one right there, folks. Padres Marlins, 7.5. Mariners Rays, 7.5. Cardinals, Reds, 9.5. Astros, Rangers, 9. Angels, Twins, 8.5. D-backs, Rockies, 10.5. We got Royals, A's, 7.5. Braves, Dodgers, 7.5. So lots and lots to look at here. So uh, a lot of 8s and belows, about half the slates. 8s, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah, half the slates, 8 and below. You got a couple 8.5s, and, and then you got the big boys. Well, no, there's over, over half the slate. I forgot the 7 there. So there you go. Lots going on there. Sorry. Allergies are kicking my ass right now, guys. I'm all stuffed up and head's confused half the time, so bear with me here. But uh, let's get into the pitching on the slate. You have five or two, six guys over 10K. You got Verlander, Bauer, Sale, Strasburg, DeGrom, Hap. We're going to look at four of them. We're looking at Justin Verlander at 12-4 at the Texas Rangers. First, hotter than balls, just like yesterday. So it's going to be a great hitting environment there. We saw Garrett Cole at first. I'm like, oh, no, first two guys got on. They scored one run. Then Cole sailed through six, did very, very well. We got Verlander, who's been absolutely amazing this year. Uh, on the road, averaging 28.3 points a game. He's faced the Texas Rangers three times already this year. 
combining for 20 innings pitched, 8 hits, 2 earned, 23 strikeouts, averaging 27 DraftKings points per start. He's been outstanding. You know Texas does like to strike out almost 26% of the time. Uh, he does give up a lot of fly balls. So the long ball has come with Verlander. We talk about that every time. If you want to be a contrarian GPP type player, like a Joey Gallo or a Nomar Mazzara or something like that, they come into play against Verlander because A, they'll be cheap due to his success, and B, he gives up the long ball from time to time. So Verlander at 12-4 is on tap. You got Trevor Bauer at 11-8 at the Detroit Tigers. We talked about him on around the bases last night how good he has become. He has just been outstanding. 23 are more points in four straight starts, basically five, six, seven, seven of his last eight. He's been absolutely outstanding on the road, averaging 24 points a start. He's faced the Tigers twice already this year, 15 innings, two earned, 17 strikeouts, averaging almost 32 points a start versus the Detroit Tigers. Those strikeout numbers are very impressive because the Tigers are a team that doesn't strike out a ton, about 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So you got Trevor Bauer, who's just been money, 40, almost 47% ground ball rate to go with the, the K rate. I think Bauer is a really good pivot off of Justin Verlander if you're going all the way to the top. I think a common play, a popular play in this range will be Steven Strasburg. He's at home against the San Francisco Giants, and it's, it, it's a no-brainer to me, but he's actually been a little better on the road, a 2-3-3 ERA on the road compared to a 4-0-5 at home. About a six or a five point DraftKings point advantage on the road than at home. If you're going to against a Giants team that does struggle against right handed pitching and strikes out a lot against right handed pitching, a tone of 25%. He's a minus 220 home favorite. Uh, you got He's striking out 29% of the guys he faces, 46% ground ball rate. All the peripherals check the boxes. And um, you look at the Giants, a little above average Woba of 320 versus righties, which is surprising to many, and an average ISO of 153. So it's no lock by any means. But it is a really good spot against a Giants team that does have a lot of swing and miss in that lineup. The fourth guy we're going to look up here, this is a really, really fun GPP play right here because many people do not want to attack the New York Yankees. But let's 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 face it, folks. Jacob DeGrom is a beast. Absolute beast. He has a 1.49 ERA on the season in 12 starts. He's averaging almost 30 DraftKings points at home this year, 59 Ks and 38 innings pitched. He's been electric. Absolutely electric. 25 or more DraftKings points in four straight starts since basically the, the last start he didn't get that was the one he had to leave early with an injury. Prior to that, he was, again, putting up 30-plus points in almost every start, or at least three out of five, four out of five starts. Absolutely amazing. He's facing a Yankees team that strikes out over 23% of the time. you got to remember that they're losing the DH now, so they're going to have to mix it up because you used to have Gardner, Hicks, Judge in the outfield, standing at DH. Well, now someone's sitting, I'm guessing Hicks, but you never know. Maybe they rotate the big boys getting the day off in the series. You got DeGrom, so you don't want to let someone's like morale go down. You have a Yankees team total of 3.6. It's just lower than you'll see most nights. It's the seventh lowest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 259. Righty's 227 off DeGrom. It's a hell of a GPP play. I think people are going to want to go to Strasburg at 10-6. $400 more than DeGrom. DeGrom is good. Or $200 more than DeGrom. DeGrom is very, very good. There is no sugarcoating this whatsoever. I think he is a phenomenal GPP play on this slate. I think Strasburg, if I had to rank the four I mentioned, Strasburg would be the number one play, one against the Giants. But uh, there is that, the questions with Strauss at time. But price point, matchup, Strasburg goes number one. DeGrom, though, is number two overall for me out of these guys based on price point and matchup. Plus, 
I think GPP wise, he's number one. This is the guy you want to go to. You're getting a hell of a discount. If this was a regular slate, uh, and he's placed in a, a crappy pitcher, he's probably more expensive than Verlander. So this is a, a good spot here for Degrom. Then I go um, Bauer three, Verlander four, and Verlander four just based on it, his price is the most expensive. You're one of bats tonight. And uh, it is a tough hitting environment. These are all four really, really good options. If you want to mix and match, go for it. If you don't want to pay up, don't do it. But that's the way I look at it. Strasburg, DeGrom, Bauer, Verlander, all really. It's like 1A through 1D. But I'm going 1 through 4 to keep it simple for you. Dropping down below the 10K. If you aren't using DeGrom or if you want to get really weird on a 14-game slate, I recommend it on small slates. 14-game slates, you don't see it much. But if you want to go into DeGrom, Tanaka combo. I don't hate it. Pricing is going to hurt you there, but Tanaka is a guy I have no problem being my number one tonight. If you want to go outside of uh, the top boys, he's been a little better on the road this year. DraftKings-wise, ERA-wise, not so much. But he's coming off a 17-point start, a 28 prior to that. He had a couple hiccups also. He's been very, very hit and miss this year, but the swinging strike rate is still there with Tanaka, which is something we always look at. Almost a 15% swinging strike rate. He's got a 48% ground ball rate, 25% K rate. Facing a Mets team that strikes out almost 21% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Lots of swing and miss. Again, Tanaka gets to avoid the DH. Mets have a 3.4 total. Lefty's 3.27. Righty's 3.35 off of Tanaka. I think it's a really intriguing spot there for uh, Masahiro. He can always be a headache at times where you're like, God damn it, the bad one showed up again. But at the same time, we've seen him be electric, and he's got 25-30 point upside, just like the 10K and above guys. So Tanaka at 95 makes for a very interesting play. Yeah, Caleb Smith at 9,100 at home against the San Diego Padres. Uh, Caleb Smith has been one of the better stories of the season. He's faced San Diego once this year. Seven innings, four hits, one earned, four Ks for 23 DraftKings points. Uh, he, he had a rough outing against Arizona his last time out. But overall, Caleb has been very, very good this season. Has his normal hiccups like you'd expect from a youngin. But in the, in, the, in the end, he's been good. San Diego strikes out over 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. When Caleb gets in trouble, it's either the walk rate, because he's got a walk rate of over 11%, or he does give up a lot of fly balls. Good thing he's pitching in Miami. Pitcher's ballpark. Something to really look at there. San Diego's team total is 3.5. Lefty's 325. Righty's 311. So Caleb Smith at 91 in play as well as a good uh, GPP cash type option. And a GPP option I really like if you want to take the gamble, because we know Milwaukee does have some pop in their lineup. But they also have a ton of swing and strike and swings and miss. And you got Vinny Velasquez at 8,300. Guy has been nothing short of outstanding. Averaging 18 points a game on the season and at home. But of late, 26, 7, 17-8, 20.4, 24.1, 31.9, 17.7. So six straight starts of essentially 18 or more DraftKings points with that 25-plus point upside. The strikeouts have been there six or more Ks in almost all of those starts. Facing the Milwaukee team. That strikes out, they're closing it on 25% strikeout rate versus right-handed pitching. Um, he gives up a little hard contact. Pitcher's Park, we've established all of that. But Milwaukee still has a 3.75 total. Pretty low. Lefty's 314, righty's 240. So there is concern in the lineup. There's no there's no questioning that. But when you look at it, it's VR, Yellick. Um, I don't think Thames is back just yet. And I'm probably missing somebody else in there. But really, off the top of my head, going through their lineup and positions... Those are the only two lefties I'm really thinking of. So you got Aguilar at first, you got Arcia at short, you got Perez, or you got Travis Shaw. There's another lefty at third. But then in the outfield, you got Braun Kane, Mitch and Yellick. Behind the dish, you got Pena. So 
probably three lefties, VR, Shaw, and Yellick. The rest are, it's a righty-heavy lineup, lots of swing and strikes like we talked about. I think Velasquez at 83 is outstanding. He should be popular. I think he's a great combo with DeGrom or Strasburg or anybody up top. You can still fit some bats in, take a couple value bats, and you get the big bats. I think he's very good. You can mix him with one of these middle guys and get all the bats you want. So I think Velasquez is outstanding at 8300 bucks. So in the 8 and the 9K range, i got Tanaka 1, Velasquez 2, Caleb Smith 3. But like up top, GPP-wise, give me, give me Velasquez over Tanaka. Going to the 7Ks, yeah, Garrett Richards at 7700 bucks. He's been boom or bust this year. When he's been on, he's been absolutely electric. Just so, so good. He's faced Minnesota once this year, 5 and a third, 3 year and 4Ks for 11 points. Not ideal. But you just look at his game logs. Like I said, all or nothing. 32 6, 0.5, 12.5, 20.8, 11, 32, minus 7.1. 32, 20.9, 14.4. That's his last 10 games. It's all or nothing with Garrett Richards. The stuff is there. The stuff is great. It's just inconsistency, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, he's walking about 10%, but swinging strikes 12%, 53% ground ball rate, a 26% strikeout rate. Minnesota strikes out about 22% of the time. It's just very hit and miss, and it makes some interesting GPP. Lefty's 282, righty's 341, so you got the reverse splits with with Richards on the hill, but he makes for a play at 77. At 71, I like this one a ton. If you want to pair this one with Velasquez, you're taking risks in GPP, but you'll have all the bats you want. And I'm talking Marco Gonzalez at 7,100 bucks at the Tampa Bay Rays. Marco Gonzalez has just been outstanding. And with the slate this size, we, we're getting a cheaper price tag than you should be getting on a guy like Marco Gonzalez. So you're, you're looking at a guy who's coming off a 24.2 point outing. He's been very, very good. And that was against Tampa. Six and two-thirds, five hits, one earned, six Ks. Some don't like to face the same pitcher, uh, team back-to-back, but on this slate, we'll look at it. We've got 22 or more points and three straight starts for Marco. A lot to like with this kid. And you're facing a Tampa Bay team that will strike out for you. 24% versus lefties. Uh, they have a team total of 3.6. Lefties 327, righties 338. Lots and lots to like here with Marco at 71. So I got Marco 1, Garrett Richards 2 in the 7K range. And honestly, if I don't have to, I'm not going below Marco Gonzalez. There's no one down here I really like. I'll mention a couple. If you want to get weird in Colorado, you got Herman Marquez, who's hit and miss, but he's got 15-plus point upside. Even at home, he's shown that. Against an Arizona team that struggled tremendously versus righties this year. Lots of the swing and strike miss against uh, right-handed pitching. But it's Coors. The other guy would be Eric Lauer of San Diego. You're facing a Marlins team who's peskier than pesky. We mention it every day. And they keep doing it. Uh, they beat him up the last time they faced him last week. But he has shown some games where he can get it done at 5,500. He's there. But honestly, I don't want anybody down here. I don't want Doug Fister against Houston. I don't want Wilmer Font, Dylan Covey, Andrew Kastner, Matt Harvey, Lance Lynn. The list goes on and on. I don't want any of them. So... Stay at Marco Gonzalez and above if you can. Uh, you know I'm not one to fade the lower area. I give you guys every chance I can. Even Pruitt yesterday for 4,600. He got you 12.5 points. I give you what I can down here. There's really nothing down here tonight. Really nothing at all. So recapping your pitching. Up top, Strasburg, DeGrom, Bauer, Verlander. We're looking at Strasburg, or, uh, DeGrom in the GPPs. In the middle, you got Tanaka, Velasquez, Caleb Smith. Again, Velasquez, GPP. Really like that play. And then in the sevens, Gonzalez, Richards. Really like Gonzalez. And then down below, if you have to, Marquez and Lauer. 
but again, not ideal. Let's get to the bats on this 14-game slate. So before I do, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Great fun way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafting just the way you liked it with your season-long leagues. You draft. You're done in under five minutes. And if you win, you can get paid out the next day if you choose. You got baseball. You got best ball and football right now. Then you got football in the regular season. You got golf. U.S. Open next week. Can't wait. Hockey's in the books. Congratulations to all you Capitals fans. That was a hell of a series. For both sides, Knights and the Capitals, and a great game last night. Outstanding game. But back to drafts. You go to draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. It could be for baseball. It could be a best ball for football. They do it all. So SD Sports, S and D as a dog, sports, when you check out for entry into a free $3 tournament, and you're going to absolutely love it. Let's get to the bats on this 14-game slate. You got John Ryan Murphy in Coors at 4400 bucks. A little steep for a guy like that, but he has been productive. But Rio Muto at 42 versus Lauer is a solid look there, as you can uh, expect some fireworks in that one. A guy like us, Monte Grandal at 4K versus McCarthy, could be a good play for you there. Mentioned how much I liked Evan Gaddis yesterday against a lefty. He went to Ding Dong City. He's been just crushing it, averaging over 12 points a game in his last 10, hitting the long ball. He is facing Doug Fister, but Fister. Let's face it, bad at baseball. Just bad at baseball. Houston's team's total is 5.2. Lefties, 346. Righties, 392. So Evan Gaddis could be really interesting because most people only play him versus lefties. He's in play at 3,900. Go down a little farther. A guy like Max Stassi as well at 37 could be worth a look for you. Um, Wilson Ramos versus Marco Gonzalez. If you are fading Gonzalez, you can go there because Ramos does hit lefties really, really well. Yadier Molina against uh, Matt Harvey in Great American Small Park at 3500 Can be worth a uh, play for you there. Uh, a little farther down, you got the likes of excuse me, Tucker Barnhart at 32 is always a cheapie we like to look at if you need one. Below 3K, you look at the likes of uh, James McCann. Probably not versus Trevor Maurer tonight. It's just the guy I like to look at once in a while, but no, not that one. Uh, we do have a lot of good pitching, so you're going to have to mix and match. Maybe a Martin Maldonado at 2900 versus Lance Lynn. He could come into play for you. And then maybe a Manny Pena at 28 if you don't want to play Velasquez. It's really murky down here, as you'd expect. Troy Walters and Coors versus Granke at 27 could be a play. Uh, maybe a Kurt Casale if he gets a start. He played yesterday. Dowdy starts tonight. Um, Jeff Mathis always catches for Granke. So he'll be 25 in Coors versus Marquez. So there could be your punt catcher. You get a piece of Coors. And you get him for twenty five hundred bucks, and then wins for Baltimore went deep yesterday. He's twenty four hundred. Usually faces the lefties with Hap on the mound. So there's two cheapies in Mathis and wins. Mathis and Coors is probably the way everyone's going to go. He's probably going to be like thirty percent owned, which is insane for Jeff Mathis. First base, you got Goldie and Coors at fifty one. He's definitely in play. But then Freddie Freeman versus Walker Bueller at five K could be really interesting. All uh, we all love Walker Bueller. No sugarcoat in that at all. Atlanta's team total is only three, third lowest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 292 off Bueller. Uh, Freddie Freeman could be a hell of a GPP play because he can hit anybody. But uh, no one's going to want to own him. You can pay 100 more for Goldie and Coors. So not saying run to play Freddie, but game theory-wise, that could be a very interesting play. I do want to keep an eye on that one. Max Muncy, first base, third base for the Dodgers, just keeps hitting the baseball so well. Hitting at the top of that order, $4,700. Um, lefty's three fifty on the year versus Brandon McCarthy. Righty's three sixteen. So Muncy's in play yet again at 4700 It's so hard to pay that price, especially when you get a Mitchie two bags at 4600 The Red Sox have the highest total, even higher than the Rockies, 
at 5.6. Lefty's 326. Righty's 273 off Dylan Covey. So Mitchie two bags at 46. Definitely will play as well. 100 less than Max Muncie. And you can go Joey Votto at 44 versus Weaver in play for you too. Matty Olson loved him last night. He went deep yet again. Just keeps crushing baseballs. I believe they said it's a seven-game hitting streak. It's 4400 bucks versus Jacob Junis. Junis is a good pitcher. Lefty's 310, righty's 327. He's a massive fly ball pitcher. That's one reason why I want to bring him up. The wind's blowing out again in um, Oakland. It's not. It doesn't make a big difference because it's a big-time uh, pitcher's park. But at the same time, he's about a 35 to 40% fly ball guy. So Olsen at 44 could be a nice GPP low owned play for you too. Uh, Justin Smoke versus the trash, cur- trash can, Andrew Trashner at 43. He's a nice look for you too. You slide down to the 4Ks, below the 4Ks. Look at a guy like Mark Reynolds against Andrew Suarez. Suarez has been very, very good for the Giants. Lots of ground balls, something to keep in mind there. Limits the hard contact. When you look at Andrew Suarez, we'll give you a quick rundown here. Um, yeah, 49% ground ball rate, 23.5% uh, strikeout rate, but a hard contact rate of almost 41%. So when he gives it up, he gives it up hard. And you got a national team with a 4-7 total. Lefties, 234. Righties are hitting 398 off Andrew Suarez. We know the power Mark Reynolds has versus left-handed pitching. So Marky Reynolds at 3,900 could be a nice salary saver. Kind of guys you're going to look for when you're paying up for pitching tonight. Lots of power. Could be a big play on a GPP with that. if you're playing for home runs. That's definitely a guy to target in your GPP plays. Jose Martinez went deep for St. Louis yesterday. In play yet again against Matt Harvey. I don't have to go to the stats for Matt Harvey. We know you can target Matt Harvey. Jose Martinez at 38 in Great American Small Park is in play. Again, if you're not using Marco Gonzalez, CJ Crone does have tons of power versus lefties. Really, really good power versus lefties. So 3,700 for Crone in a GPP is very, very solid as well. Uh, Joey Gallo at 35 mentioned him versus Verlander. If you want to go like Matt Davidson in a GPP against Chris Sale at 35, really low owned play, playing for the home run, expect to zero. If he produces, you, 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 you're happy as can be. He's that guy that can flip one over the monster at 35. Again, not saying run to play him, but stuff to keep in mind when you're building your GPP lineups and want to differentiate. That's a great way to do it because no one wants to target these big boys. Uh, farther down you look, a guy like Trey Mancini at 32 versus Hap. He's not having the greatest year, but he's there. Ronald Guzman at 32 versus Verlander. Another GPP type play. Marvin Gonzalez at 32 versus Fister. Louis Val, uh, not Louis Valbuena. Gurriel. I just walked past him. He's 34 versus Fister. A couple cheap pieces in Houston. They've been underachieving, but guys to look at. And the last one I'll mention here, uh, you got Logan Morrison. It's only 3K versus Garrett Richards. Big-time power, as expected there. He's a guy you can look at also. Second base position. Kick it off. Jose Altuve, 49 versus Fister. Altuve had a big night last night. He's definitely heating up. Almost averaging 10 points a game in his last 10. Uh, 20 points, like I mentioned last night. He's got a 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Hits in 9 of his last 10, so he's been very, very good. Uh, 49 versus Fister could be a solid play there. Scooter Genev versus Weaver at 48 is worth a look. Ozzy Albee's slumping tremendously, but still GPP relevant. You go to guys like Jed Lowry. Got no hits last night. Could be in for a good one versus Junis. I'm not running the target Junis like we usually have been with A's pitcher, or hitters, but he's worth a look. Cesar Hernandez at 43 I like against Chassin. You look at lefties versus Chassin. Uh, the Phillies team totals 425. Lefties 373. Righty's 287. So a guy like Chassim, forgot to mention Santana at first. 
Could be nice GPP plays in a ballpark like Philadelphia Citizens Bank Park where the ball can fly. Uh, Daniel Descalso and Coors at only 4,100 seems to be a discount, which is strange to say, but that's a solid play at second base or third base with Descalso. Matty Carpenter, 4K against Matt Harvey at second base or third base is solid as well. A little farther down the list, uh, maybe an Ian Kinsler at 36 you can give a look at. A Johnny VR at 35. Mentioned him earlier. Rugi Odor at 33. Not running to play it, but he's there. A Jose Perella for the Padres at 33 is another cheapie you can look at. Joe Panic at 31 leading off for Strasburg. GPP type stuff. A Cattell Marte I love in Coors. He's been actually swinging a really good bat of late. He's averaging almost 10 points in his last 10. Like, really good stuff. He got a, a he pinch hit his last game, so ignore that. This is where game log people, if you don't pay attention, you're in trouble. In his last two starts, 7, 9, 17, 14, 28. And he's going into Coors Field, switch hitter, going up against Marquez. He's only $2,900. DraftKings dropped the ball tremendously on that one. Mar- Marte should be in your lineups. I, I hate saying just go play Coors, but... 2900 bucks for a talent level like that against Herman Marquez. He's second base shortstop eligible. So if you don't want to play him at second, a shortstop position where we have trouble finding value, you can play him there. Cattell Marte at 2900 bucks. I love way more than Mathis at 25 behind the dish. So if you want a piece of Coors, Marte at 29 is, is too easy and should be chalkier than chalk tonight. So there's a few you can look at, see what comes out in the lineups for your other options. Going over to third base, you got Arenado at 57 and Coors against Granky. That's a steep price facing Granky. It's Coors, so I get it, but it's steep. I'd almost rather go Jose Ramirez versus Fulmer at 55, or you drop down to the likes of Jake Lamb and Coors versus Marquez at 48. Do like that quite a bit. I mentioned Muncie already. You got Travis Shaw at 45, but uh, Christian Villanueva, we know he destroys left-handed pitching. He's 4,400 versus Caleb Smith. He's a solid GPP look for you there. Same with Eduardo Escobar. Went deep yesterday at 43. You got Moustakis. Bregman went deep as well. Bregman's just been so, so good. So good. Lefties, righties, preferably lefties, but both sides. 4,200. Liked him a ton. Third base, absolutely loaded tonight. Mentioned Descalso. Mentioned Carpenter already. He keeps sliding down. A guy like Anthony Rendon swinging a hot, hot bat. Loves to face left-handed pitching. Hits him very, very well. He's averaging 10 points a game in his last 10. He had 30 his last time out. He's only 3,900 versus Suarez. That is a steal. This is a great place. So if you're looking for salary savings, Rendon, definitely on the mid. Like, that's a great one to go target right there. Uh, Solarte versus Kashner at 38 can be worth a look for you. You go a little farther down, mention Matt Davidson and GPPs. Kyle Seager versus Wilmer Font and the Tampa Bay bullpen at 35 could be interesting. Yohan Camargo at 35, not running to play Camargo versus Bueller at that price, but he's there. Uh, Brian Anderson, a guy in Miami we like to target for value. Third base outfield, only 3,500 versus Lauer. If you're looking to go cheaper, uh, Rafael Devers, the ever-tilting, ever-talented Rafael Devers, is only 34 versus Dylan Covey. So he's a GPP kind of punt play for you there. Louis Valbuena at 33 versus Lance Lynn. First base, third base, another punt you can look at right there. Other than that, maybe it, nah, you're not, I'm not going to say those words. not even going to utter that name. So, all right. Let's go to the shortstop position where it's usually been really, really top-heavy for the most part this year. We hit the Adrianza big at 2,500 yesterday. We'll go back to that well when we get there. But Machado at 5K versus half is worth the look. Verlander at, or Lindor at 49 versus Fulmer. Both really, really good plays. Yeah, Trevor Story and Coors, always worth a look. But Bogarts at 45 versus Covey is a solid-looking play. Trey Turner versus Suarez at 44 is very interesting. But again, Eduardo Escobar at 43, I like that a lot. 
Um, if you want to go down farther now, get some of that murky water, middle of the pack type stuff. Uh, Brandon Crawford at 36, not running to face Strasburg at that price, but still not horrible. Um, yeah, see, it gets bleak at the bottom of the uh, the range here. But you got like Nick Amendcourt is 3K. We mentioned uh, Cattell Marte is only $2,900. That is just insane. I think he's a great player at the shortstop position. I think he's a phenomenal play. Uh, you got Miguel Rojas, third base shortstop at 2900 versus Lauer. Good pivot play there as well. Um, and the one I am looking for, you got Alcides Escobar, who went deep yesterday. He's 27 versus Montas. He can be another punt for you here. So you have more punts than normal. But Adrianza against Richards, only 2500 again. Another big game yesterday. Trust me, he's not going to do that every day. We're not going to hit those kind of nuts with him. But for 2500 bucks, that's the upside you have for him. It is Richards. It's a much tougher matchup, but someone to keep in mind. Let's head to the outfield. You got Mikey Trout at 6K. You got Blackman at 58 and Coors. Ben Intendi's on fire. Went deep again yesterday. He's 56. He's the one I prefer out of those three. Uh, that's just the way I'm going to do it. Call me crazy. But uh, I'll take Ben Intendi right there. You got Georgie Springer at 51. K with the Chris Davis at 5K. Both interesting looks there. Eddie Rosario. He went deep yesterday at 49. It could be a definitely solid play tonight. Michael Brantley is so good at hitting baseballs. Like crazy good. 4800 bucks. Uh, keep him in your lineups. Tommy Pham, not bad at 46. You got Cargo and Coors at 44 against Granky. It's so hard to fade Granky. Colorado might be super low on tonight compared to normal. Something to think, keep in mind when you're building. Peralta at 43 and Coors versus Marquez is in play. Uh, Juan Soto hits lefties very well. People don't run. He's facing Suarez. Hits lefties really well. He's 4,200. Brandon Nemo versus Tanaka at 42 is a really interesting GPP play there. You know my love for Nemo. You got Marquecas at 41, which is interesting. Teoscar Hernandez at 4K versus Kashner is in play. The farther down you go, like an Harrison Bader at 4K for GPPs could be nice versus Matt Harvey. Um, Hanniger and Span at 3,900 each versus Font and the bullpens in play. Shebler at 3 to 39. He led off yesterday. If they let lead him off, that's a great play at 39. Jock Jams with deep again yesterday. He's 3,900. He's heating up. He's facing Brandon McCarthy, who lefties hit very well, so he should be on your radars. Odubel Herrera, another guy facing Chassin, who, who gets hit hard by lefties at 39. A solid play for you there. Uh, you go down farther. Cody Bellinger is heating up first base outfield at 38. He's a very, very solid play for you as well. Marcelo Zuna at 37 is in play. You got Para and Toshman for Colorado at 37 each. Worth a look. Hunter Renfro, big time power versus left handed pitching. He's $3,700 and should be on your radar. You go down a little farther. You got guys Brett Gardner at 36 for GPPs. Max Kepler at 36 for Richards. I can I can understand taking a chance on there. Uh, th- 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 Curtis Granderson, the Grandy man, leading off versus Kashner at 35. He went deep yesterday. Definitely a cheaper GPP type play for you there. You got Joey Gallo at 35, but uh, the Grandy man at 35 is a solid looking GPP play, especially leading off against a guy like Andrew Kashner. You go to the bottom of the threes, or 35 and below, I should say. It gets a little quieter, of course. Uh, Jose Perel at 33 could be a play for you. Um, Trey Mancini at 32 could be worth a look. Marvin Gonzalez at 32 could be worth a look. Uh, Jay Bruce only 32 versus Tanaka. Not running to play that, but it's on the radar. Jesse Winker at 31 I do like a lot against Weaver. As a value play, Rex Grossman at 31 could be a value. 
Man, it's pretty bleak down here. Sorry about this. This is not good. Guillermo Heredia, 29, maybe. Um, uh, I didn't see Franville Reyes. I uh, missed him in there somewhere. Let me type in his name real quick. Franny is 3,400 versus Caleb Smith. So that's definitely a guy to keep an eye on there. But uh, check your lineups. See what other options pop up to you and, and uh, tickle your fancy. So that wraps up the hitting. Let's recap the pitching up top. You got Strasburg, DeGrom, Bauer, and Verlander in the 10K and above. We mentioned how the, the DeGrom love. In the 8s and the 9s, you got Tanaka, Velasquez, Smith. We like Velasquez a lot. In the 7s, Marco Gonzalez, Garrett Richards. Really like Marco. Down below, it's uh, Marquez and Lauer, and we don't want to go down below. Stay away from down below. Let's check out your BVP. Buster Posey, 9 for 21. Two doubles against Steven Strasburg, Hunter Pence, 5 for 18 with a home run. Nothing too crazy. Grandy Man, 4 for 14 with a double and a homer off Kashner. Kendris Morales, Randall Grichik, and Justin Smoke have all homered off Kashner. Pedro Alvarez, 6 for 12, two doubles and a homer off Hap. Joey Ricardo, homer. Machado, 8 for 31 with a double, triple, and three homers. Uh, Adam Jones, two homers. Not the best of averages, but a ton of pop. Miguel Cabrera, 8 for 25, two doubles and a homer off Trevor Bauer. V-Mart and Castellanos have all homered off Bauer. This is a different Bauer, though. Jose Ramirez, 4 for 10 with a double and two homers off Fulmer. Lindor, 5 for 14, two doubles and a homer. Kipnis, 5 for 12, two doubles. Ozuna, 9 for 24, a double and a triple off Harvey. It's pretty solid numbers. Bautista, no, I'm not going to say it. Giancarlo, 9 for 22, a double and four home runs off DeGrom. Four homers. He's hitting 409 off DeGrom. Giancarlo could be a GPP play for you. Franny Ray has one for three with a home run off Smith. I like that play if he's in the lineup. Uh, da, da, da. Beltre, 17 for 60, two doubles and a home run off Verlander. Trino's four for 11 with a double and two homers. Uh, Evan Gaddis, 5 for 12, the double and a homer off Fister. Bregman, 3 for 6, a double and a homer. Dozier, 3 for 10, with a homer off of Richards. Uh, Trevor Story, 8 for 26, a double and four homers off Granke. Something to keep in mind there. Cargo, 15 for 45, a double, triple, and five homers off of Granke. LeMahieu, 15 for 48, four doubles and a homer. Blackman's, 14 for 52, five doubles and a homer. Arenado's got six doubles and a triple. They've had a lot of success against Granke, the uh, Colorado Rockies. Lots. Goldie, 6 for 13 with a double and two home runs off of Herman Marquez. Peralta, 5 for 15, three doubles. As you finish it up, uh, Matt Kemp, 7 for 16 off Brandon McCarthy. That's about it for your BVP on this slate. When you're looking at stacking, of course, you go to Colorado. you got the Red Sox versus Cubby like that quite a bit. Uh, Blue Jays versus Kashner is in play. Astros versus Fister. If you're looking for some cheaper guys, you got some cheaper Cardinals, cheaper Nationals. We mentioned uh, a couple there. You can definitely take a look at it with Mark Reynolds and Anthony Rendon and company. Uh, you can look at the Indians any day of the week, but the Dodgers are another cheapie. You can get behind Jock Jams, uh, Bellinger, super cheap and on fire. So tons and tons you can obviously look into on a day with 14 games. Let's take a quick look. We joke, we joke about it in the snack, Slack chat because... Lately, guys with their birthdays have been popping off. Yesterday was Vinny Velasquez's birthday, so keep that in mind. Maybe he's going to have a little post-birthday. But nothing crazy today. A bunch of old-timers. Nothing standing out on the baseball reference page. So there you have it. 14 games in the book. Check us out. TheSportsDGens.com. At TheSportsDGens. Draft.com. And Draft in your app store. Promo code SDSports for free entry into a free $3 tournament. Also, uh, 
Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo, episode 67, dropped last night. Lots of good stuff there with Mo. A lot of fantasy baseball talk, if you guys want to go check that out. Recorded the UFC 225 preview pod with Wesley Colvin. Had a little mic issues with Wesley, so it goes in and out at times. But overall, great info. Ran through the card. Absolutely loaded pay-per-view on Saturday night. So go check that out. We got uh, Bench with Bubba, episode 99 with Matt Thompson of Friends of Fantasy Benefits. Recapping the MLB draft from like a fantasy dynasty perspective. Lots of great stuff there. Uh, Francisco's got his first uh, World Cup plays out. So much going on at thesportsdjs.com. Come check us out. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, Friday, June 8th edition. Have a great weekend. I'm out.